G'day Grit Nation, Brant Garvey here and welcome to episode three of Daily Grit Live. Daily Grit Live was created so that I can interview the world's grittiest, uh, inspiring and motivated people. Let me welcome today's featured guest, Theo Ventor. Uh, Theo, you ready to get gritty? Let's do it. All right. Theo is uh, known as, um, well, the only person uh, so far that's been uh, able to survive being electrocuted by 22,000 volts. I don't know if it's anything that people were probably trying to beat you at, though. It's not like a Guinness Book of Record that people are trying to break. I don't think people are standing in line for it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Okay, um, and Theo is now a motivational speaker and a professional speaker that is trying to educate people from first-hand experience how important safety is. Now, if there's anything I've missed, you want to just fill in a few of the gaps in terms of what it is that you do? Well, uh, in the first place, when you say um, there's, a, there's a few little bits and pieces uh, to be the only one that survived, if, if you get uh, exposed to electricity... Yep from, say, an entrance and exit wound and it doesn't go through your heart, there's a lot of that that has happened. Okay. But when it goes through the heart yep. uh, and you've got, uh, you know, 1,200 amps, which is insane, and a lot of amps go through your heart, it should stop it and you should be dead. Okay, so yours, a few things yours went mine, through the heart. Mine went through the heart, yeah, okay. unfortunately. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so like I said, absolutely phenomenal, incredibly lucky to be here, but um, he is and now is trying to... Make sure that people don't make those silly little mistakes that can cost you. All right, let's get started with the question time. I want to ask you, first off, by what led you to do what you're doing today? Uh, so obviously okay. you had the accident, but what actually led you to want to help other people, educate other people? It is, um, it is a bit of a story. I've never been sensitive to um, things that happens around me and things that's, that's been set up around me. So when I was young, I was about six or seven years old, I used to be a rugby player from South Africa, okay. of course. Yeah. Yep. So if you walk down the street with a, with a tennis racket or with anything other than a rugby ball, you would be classed as... <laughs> Questionable. Yeah, yep. you, you know what I mean? That was the only sport you were allowed to play, basically. Yeah, well, if you do the rugby, then you're, then you're the man. Yep. So um, my mum had me go to and do poems. Okay. In front of people. Okay. Those days. Yep. And That's a bit of a contrast oh, from rugby. If any of my mates saw that, mate, it would have been, it would have been, you know. So I kept it really one side, and she made me do for years. I was about six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I was about fourteen years old. I was, I was doing these poems in front of people, and I always got the A pluses, A pluses, and winning all of them. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. But you would not go and brag about this anywhere in the world, right? <laughs> All right, so taking that in consideration, I went uh, from, from there on, and you know, you know, my dad used to be a linesman, and, mm -hmm. uh, and he, he worked in the same area, so he got me into this job, and I'm working as a line and a, and a sparky for them for 17 years, yep. which led me to come to this. So everything that's been falling into place from, from my, like the, the age where I was really young pushed me into a direction which I didn't know of, yep. and I didn't even believe that would happen until I got the accident. Um, and then someone just called me out of the blue. Some random guy called me up. His name is Gary Child. Okay. This guy called me up and said, look, why don't you come tell my mates about it? And, uh, you, uh, you know. How long was this post the... Uh... Uh, about five years. Yes, yeah, so that's a decent so, chunk of time. Yeah, yep. yeah. And, and, 
he fell into place and into my life and he actually came in as big six foot six tall dude baldy guy is really intimidating and he came in and he said you're gonna do it after two weeks of calling yeah so that's how i got into this pushing me into the election and then you know so you you were basically shoved into to doing it the powers that be got me into doing this against my will and then lucky i i, I agree and um one thing i just like to point out uh, about that was that uh, Theo did everything right for 17 years. Well, I'm saying mostly everything right for 17 years, and it was one day of trying to take a shortcut that uh, that cost him. All right, the next question. Share something we probably don't know about what it is that you do. So you obviously speak to people about safety and making sure it's a safe work environment yep. that we 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 should probably should know. Share something that I... Whether it's figures or stats about um, you know, how costly these things can be. Something that the average person wouldn't know about uh, safety in the workforce. Well, I think in the first place, if you say share something that I, that I should tell, is that I'm definitely not supporting the Wallabies. <laughs> no, okay, so Wallabies is on my, on my second list. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but I am a Springbok supporter, so let's just get out. Okay, of, okay. Uh, well, hopefully, hopefully we don't lose too many people because of that, but uh, we, we seem to be good. Well, I shouldn't say that now, because at the end of the day, uh, it, it, it was an amazing game, but we're not going to go into that. Yep. Um, I think, um, I think at, at some stage, sharing these things with people and, and pouring your heart out and wearing your heart on your sleeve is, is the hardest, hardest thing. Honestly, the hardest thing to speak to a, a, a absolute strangers, total random people, and, and putting your heart on your sleeve and tell them you've made a mistake. Because if you made a mistake in your life, you want to you hide it. Yep. You want to take it away and, and shove it into a corner like I did actually in the first five years. Yeah. But um, to, to get out there and do it, and it, you know, you get in, it is always hard and it's always painful and it, you know, the, the emotions just flows over and sometimes people, you know, they, they get inspired by it, but they don't know how really how hard you dig to not overflow with emotion. And to be able to share something that is obviously uh, a, a mistake that, uh, that you, you don't want to admit to because it was obviously a yeah. very important mistake. Yeah. Um, okay, let's get on with the next one. What was, uh, other than this, what would you say were your, your biggest setback was through, through your journey? Because I know that you had some pretty challenging times through recovery. Yeah. Was, what would be the one major setback that you've had in your life that stands out above all others? I think the, the hardest, hardest, hardest thing for me that um, I could, uh, you know, there's nothing worse than that was, I made the mistake, I, I took the shortcut, it was my fault. But at the end of the day, everyone around me was hurt. Yep. Including my kids, my children, um, and my family. And for, for a proud man and a, and a father to go back home every single day and see how his family is really suffering because of a mistake yep. that I made. Um, and to look at the eyes in the morning when they, when they do get out of bed and, and they, they come to the kitchen table and there's only, there was sometimes two or three wheat picks. Yep. I had to pour milk, no, I haven't had any milk and I had to pour water over the wheat picks to and a bit of sugar that I had left yep. to send him to school every day, you know, and 
And this was because you were unable to uh, unable I, to work. I, I couldn't work. I yeah. couldn't provide. I couldn't do anything. These yeah. things, and that that was the setback. That was the the biggest f- failure for me is uh, not to be able to support my kids. And I think that's another really important thing to note is that you know these mistakes can affect a, a lot more people than just yourselves. It's actually how much damage it does to everyone around you. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what was now we're going to shift to the other side of that. What's the biggest breakthrough, the biggest win that stands out to you? Oh, um, going through that stage where, where I went into this really dark, deep depression, absolute deep depression, severe depression. Yep. Um, I was in a diagnosed or undiagnosed? No, no, no. I wasn't in those days. You there was no you, such. There's no such a thing. You, you, you know, they spent millions on your hands to get your hands better, but <laughs> nothing mentally. Mentally wasn't wasn't that strong. So I went through a severe depression where I was sitting in a dark room for three, four months and just looking at my hands. Never got up, never did anything, and I had to be supported by, by everyone else to, to help me eat from spoons and uh, with no hand support at all, nothing yep. on me. Where the one day I had to get up and decide if I was going to kill myself today or, or do something about it. Yep. And I decided that you know, I'm going to do everyone else and my family a favor by killing myself and... And, and get out of here so that they can go on with their lives without me because I was a burden. Mm-hmm. And I got up and I, uh, I walked to my front door with keys in my hand, um, I had, like my bandage of hands, and I, and I had to walk through the door and it, it took the bravest five seconds that I've ever been. I, was, I, was, I dug so deep into my core standards that I decided I'm going to go through this door and, and take on life. Mm-hmm. That five seconds counting down four, three, two, one, and I walked through the door and I was just determined to just get out and, and do something for myself. Yep. And that step I took that day essentially it's meant that I, I'm sitting here next to an <laughs> awesome guy and, and having a bit of a chat. And we get to obviously hang out today, which is awesome. Great. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you for sharing that because obviously some of these things are, are pretty challenging to share. Yeah. Um, okay, what is the one thing that you're most passionate about today? What is it that really gets you going? Um, oh, this... Um, I, I think at the end of the day that, that keeps me going mm-hmm. and gets me going is, is being healthy and fit and mentally healthy again. Yep. Uh, taking everything everything in consideration, I gym hard every day. I, I make sure that my, my mental health is strong that, so that I can go out there and, and perform at my best and my peak every, every second time. Because if you feel bad and, you're, and, you're, and your body doesn't feel well and you, you're not strong and fit and healthy mind and body, those things... Those things are essential to, to be. Okay. And what would uh, what would a, a sample daily fitness routine be for you? Uh, well, me and my daughter gets up in the morning. Okay. What, what time are we talking? Oh, we're talking about 5.30, Nice work. That's impressive. Uh, yeah, right. And then she will come up and, and come, Daddy, come, Daddy, let's go. And then we'll, we'll put it at least a gym, okay. an hour of gym session together. Um, and then she will go for a jog. Uh, I'll be doing my little bit of a bike ride now and then and then uh, get into my work. And then in the afternoons, you know, there's always the sun. My two boys are really fit and healthy. So okay. They'll always keep so they give you a go in the yeah, afternoon. And I think it's really important to start the day off by at least some form of exercise. It's a great way to get you started. All right. What do you think uh, was one thing that was was holding you back from doing what it is you do today? I mean, obviously, you shared a little bit about having to really get shoved into the yep. professional speaking world. Yep. And 
you you did mention that a lot of it was uh, fear that was probably holding yeah. you back. And what is it that is that the major thing that was holding you back? I, um, I never knew I was going to do this, but what actually started holding me back once I've done the first one was um, I, I was terrified of. St- I would not even go and speak to my supervisor. I would yep. not stand in front of three or four people talking to them because I, I didn't have the confidence in doing it. So I was terrified the first day when I when I ended in there, when ended my first one and the fear of of, of um, losing or, or failing. Yep. The, that that fear of failing just overcome everything. You know, it just sometimes that fear if you haven't even you, you're scared to do it, but you don't you, you're not sure that <laughs> you can do it if you don't try it. Yeah. So that fear was just it was enormous. I, I didn't think I was going to ever do it, but sometimes you I faced my fear that one day and it. Felt amazing when I was done. Yeah, it was good. So I can uh, say the same thing as Theo. My first ever speaking gig, which was to a primary school, so we're talking like uh, yeah. really young kids. Absolutely terrified. I don't think I made eye contact with any of them. <laughs> I was like reading every word from a piece of paper. Uh, but yeah, making that leap, guys, is uh, when you get to have the real breakthrough and then learn things that you you absolutely love that you never thought you would do. All right, next one. What was the best piece of advice that you've ever received? Wow, I've received a lot of advice. I guess the best piece of advice my dad always said to me, and my dad has passed away in in November last year. I'm sorry to hear that. But this is one thing I'll I'll, I'll never forget. And he said to me that a, a clever man will learn from his mistakes but a wise man will learn from everyone else's mistakes. Oh, wow. And that's, and that's, that's brilliant. That stuck to me for forever. Yeah, yeah that's, that's powerful. great. Yep. Very powerful. I definitely think that I, uh, I try and take that on, but I've definitely yeah. made well and truly my fair share of mistakes along the way. Okay, next one. What would you say is a personal habit that you attribute to your success? Would it be that uh, getting up early and, and going for I think that a workout? That is, that is quite a. That's a that's, it, it leads up to it, but I think um, personal habits are. I'm always trying to think outside the box, get outside, do something different. I want to. I want to feel not uncomfortable at least once a day. Yep. I want to go out and do something that I don't like. Feel like doing, or you know, I'm scared of doing. So every something small doesn't matter what it is. Just something that holds you back. But at the end of the day, you're gonna you push into it, and you're scared of it, but you're gonna go do it. Anything small. Yep. I bought myself a dirt bike. Okay. Uh, and I, I've never had a dead bike in my life. I've never even had a motorbike. Just life. saying, be careful, all right? Uh, I know. <laughs> Speaking from a like, person that has one leg and meeting lots of one-legged people, try and hold onto the rest of your limbs. Yeah, and, and that was one of the, like, that's one, that's a big thing, but there's, there's so many things that you kind of just feel out of your comfort zone and you feel, all right, I'm going to do this because this, this is out of my comfort zone. Totally agree. I mean, I think that's amazing. I, I'm always trying to find ways to push myself out of my comfort zone, and I believe the more that you do it, the more you get to grow. And um, yeah, sometimes you, you trip along the way, but have another crack and you'll probably figure it out. All right, next one. What was, uh, do you have a favorite book? And if so, why? I suck at reading. <laughs> Same here, which I've shared with these guys before. 
Um, but I read, well, I say read, I, I listen to audiobooks. That's my choice. Uh, um, okay. Yeah. Maybe something I should Maybe you should. I, my um, last guest that I had on, which was Dana, she's just re- released a book and um, it's coming out on audiobook soon. Oh. So uh, maybe you should uh, give that one a go when I should. Yeah. It's like reading, but uh, I, I reckon. Sometimes when you, you you meet, sometimes you meet people. Yep. That that you, different people, different perspectives, where you can draw some inspiration from them instead of reading a book. Book, but maybe I should take up. audio book, mate. It's definitely the way to go. All right, now I've got uh, one final question, which is, what is a key takeaway you want to give the viewers? Yep. And how they can connect with you? I know we were just talking previously. Social media is something yep. that you're uh, you're starting to get a bit more active in and people should definitely join his journey and uh, see what he does on a day-to-day basis but yeah one key takeaway and then how to connect with you okay there's 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 a a saying um, that that really I think it's the mark with me yep and I need to get this right well especially after your dad's one wow yeah I don't know I'm gonna gonna set the bar high yeah Uh, so it goes Uh, just think it says nothing behind us or in front of us uh, compares to what we have within us okay alright are you able to it's it's almost give me a little bit of extra detail on how you would explain what that is so what, whatever, what does that mean whatever, to you? Whatever we, we have experienced, all the sadness and happiness and every experience and, and everything that we've had in our lives or what lies in front of us that we've, we're going to go through hard times and we, every one of us at one stage is going to go get through some hardship and some hard, hard times. But those things all combined is nothing compared to what is within us. Yep. So we, we can face these things and we can get through them and we can succeed, not only achieve. Okay, awesome. And the best way to connect with you. So what are your, what are your I handles? A, I have a little website, right? Yep. It is called Just Another Day. Mm-hmm. And you can find it at Theo Venter uh, at Just Another Day. It's quite easy. Just don't laugh at my website. I made it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did the same. Uh, yeah, but I think technology has improved a little I mean, bit. I think I've got four pages on it and you can actually, <laughs> one of those pages you can actually contact me and, and send me a letter. It functions though. Okay? No, it does work. Yes, I checked it. All right, so I just wanted to personally thank Theo for coming down and sharing a little bit of his journey and what keeps him motivated and gritty. Uh, thank you so much, Grit Nation, for tuning in and join us next week, Monday, 4 p.m., for our next featured guest. Thank you so much, and I'll see you next time.